What's up, everyone? This is Art. Welcome back to episode number 11 of the most ironically titled podcast. Not me, but you. The focus of this podcast is on you. It might be hosted by me, but it's on you. Just wanted to check in with you. Uh, We are here in early April 2020, uh, living in what I would definitely say are unprecedented times, uh, crazy times. Um, I guess many, many people uh, in the United States of America and many, many people across the world are, if you are still working, you are, there's a strong chance that you are working remotely, working from home, amidst the Wuhan flu, coronavirus uh, situation. Um, And that's if you're lucky enough to still be working. Uh, I am in a healthcare leadership position where I'm actually going to my place of business every day and still working. So I'm thankful to God for that that I am still working. My wife also works in healthcare and she is also still currently employed. So we don't have the option right now to work from home. So we're still going to work and, uh, everyone in our family is still coronavirus free, not showing any symptoms and we all feel healthy. So, but we also eat healthy and we try to pay very close attention to our diets and um, we also do take supplements. So if you are living in a part of the world where you can get, you have access to magnesium and vitamin D, like D is in David, and vitamin C, like C is in car, you know, I strongly suggest that you take those things on a regular basis, uh, as long as you don't have some existing health issue that would... Um, that would indicate that you shouldn't take them because those uh, vitamins and supplements uh, in particular uh, seem to boost your immune system. And let's face it, um, if you're watching TV news, network news, cable news, pretty much all you hear about every single day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week is the coronavirus. But um, while this virus seems to be unknown to humankind and uh, the future seems absolutely uncertain. Uh, one thing is for certain, if you do contract the virus, it is not an automatic death sentence. How do I know that? I go to the CDC website uh, many times a week and I look at the number of people who have died in the United States and I look at the number of people who are infected with the virus. Many, many, many more people are infected versus the people who actually die. So as humans, is one death tragic? Yes, even one death is tragic, especially if it's a person that's uh, a loved one, a friend, family member, you know, just close, whatever. Um, Yes, one death is tragic. But when you're looking at the death toll of a disease... You know, you've heard me quote in my previous podcast that um, it's actually 10,000 people, 10,000 Americans die every year from influenza. That's actually on the low side. As I'm doing more research, 
it's more like ten to thirty thousand. So I mean, let's just take the top number for a minute. Thirty thousand Americans die every year from influenza. Um, how focused are you on that? I mean, are in in the United States, are we anywhere near that amount of deaths at this point in early April twenty twenty? Answer absolutely not. I mean, depending on if you look at the John Hopkins website or the CDC website, right now, currently, we're showing anywhere from four to 5,000 deaths. You know, four to 5,000 Americans have died, and they're attributing those deaths to coronavirus. Um, if you've heard any of my previous podcasts where I covered, um, since I do work in healthcare, I'm very familiar with how death certificates get signed by doctors in a hospital setting. And doctors always have a choice, okay? Uh, When somebody passes away in a hospital, a lot of times they're not admitted to the hospital with a single medical diagnosis. A lot of, it's not uncommon for those people to have five, six, eight, ten different medical diagnoses. And how do I know that? Because I've reviewed enough charts, enough EMRs, electronic medical records, to know that just the coding of those charts in preparation for sending them to, you know, for insurance, for health insurance reimbursement, in the coding of the process, um, those multiple diagnoses get added to uh, the chart. Now, that's not to say the diagnoses are made up. A doctor at some point in that patient's history, medical history, has had to Note that uh, for each one of those diagnoses, that it's an actual medical diagnosis that that person has. So, part of my point in telling you this is, if someone dies uh, and they think it's from the coronavirus, um, but they also had other health problems, it's up to the doctor now on the death certificate to record cause of death. Cause of death could be, you know, coronavirus. It could be. Uh, something respiratory related, something, and the coronavirus does attack the respiratory system. But it could be some other disease. It could be pneumonia. It could be um, something cardiac related, you know, like a heart attack. It could be something neurologically related, like a stroke. So I don't know that most people walking around on planet Earth know that the doctor has a choice when it comes time to sign the death certificate. The doc, what the doctor is supposed to do is pick the primary medical diagnosis or the, the, di- the medical diagnosis at the time that most applies to that patient's clinical situation that the doctor feels um, led to that patient's death. Okay, so don't want this whole podcast to be about death certificates and how doctors sign, but um, just know that Uh, I just wanted to record something quick here and just to offer you some hope and to say that I I know things don't look, uh, don't look good right now, probably where you live. I've, um, I live in Northeast Florida. The coronavirus does not seem to be, um, raging here. And, you know, some people have warned me in other States, well, it's not raging in Florida yet. It's headed your way. Okay. Maybe that's true. Maybe that's not don't really know for sure. Let's just assume it's true for a second for the sake of argument. It's, there's nothing I can do to stop the virus from coming 
to the state in which I live. Um, it seems to be a real, real big problem in places like New York and New Jersey and those states. So, And I still have friends and family that live in that area and that kind of give me uh, regular reports. But um, I am concerned for the entire country. I'm concerned for the economy. I'm concerned that... Um, our government is continuing to pass these stimulus bills and then handing out checks to people. And, you know, I'm sure that that's very helpful to people who are, have found themselves um, uh, very quickly and unexpectedly unemployed due to this virus situation and all the shutdown of businesses. And my heart does go out to you if you are unemployed right now. But just know that, I mean, I have been unemployed in the past. I know what it's like to worry about money and are you going to um, have enough money to buy food and pay your bills. Uh, thank God I, myself and my family are not in that situation currently, but um, I do know what it's like to live through stressful times like that and it feels like it's a situation that's so overwhelming that you will never, never, never be able to get out of it, but that's not, that's not true. Don't lose hope, um, continue to have faith Resist the urge to panic and know that um, the shutdown of our country, you know, the shutdown of businesses and, and all of this social distancing that everyone's talking about, this, this self-imposed quarantines or, or quarantines imposed by your local government, your state government or the federal government, it can't continue indefinitely. And here's why. Um, we all need... You know, we all need a normal life to return to, and we all need an economy, you know, to return to. Um, the government simply does not, the U.S. government does not have enough money, enough reserves to keep passing stimulus packages and keep handing out checks to, to Americans. And while I understand that maybe the people in power right now feel that that's the best course of action and to offer small businesses loans, you know, to help keep them afloat and, and help, you know, help them make payroll and keep their cash flow going for another month or two. I, I really do hope that the overall plan of the, you know, national federal government in this country is that the shutdown cannot continue indefinitely. I think it is, I think it is definitely harming um, our economy and prior to this whole corona situation blowing up we had a roaring economy under President Trump in this in this country so um, and I think I just wanted to take a few minutes to echo some of my thoughts on this situation and to tell you that I really believe uncertainty crushes hope uncertainty crushes hope and um, that's why uh, this the shutdown cannot continue indefinitely. All right, it is a it has to be a short-term uh, solution and strategy, because as I said previously, we all need a a normal life to return to and an economy to return to. So, wherever you are at right now, I hope that you are staying safe. I hope that you are are health wise and physically well. I hope you're mentally well. Um, I hope you are not, if you are working from home or you are unemployed right now, I hope you are not spending the majority of your day watching TV, quote unquote news, 
Um, my suggestion is turn the TV off and uh, find something healthy for you to do. Take care of your body. Take care of your mind. Uh, read or listen to or watch something encouraging. And know that if you feel like you are facing dark times and dark moments in your life right now, that that is temporary also. You will get through it. Um, the key is to don't lose hope. Don't give up. And, and know that you will make it through, even though it feels like um, your circumstances are just crushing uh, y your spirit. Resist that urge to um, to think and feel that way and know that Keep reminding yourself, it's just temporary, okay? Uh, if you haven't visited any of my websites, feel free. Uh, waypatoday.com, that's an acronym, stands for What Are You Passionate About Today? Waypatoday.com. You can also email me at waypatoday at gmail.com. And you can visit my other website, which is a cooking website. It has... Um, it has recipes, it's got video links. It is called Healthy Wise Cooking. Healthy Wise, W-I-S-E, healthywisecooking.com. You can email me related to that website. Email me uh, hwc at healthywisecooking.com. And of course, feel free to visit my YouTube channel titled Waypot Today. You can find my social media pages, Waypot Today. You know that I like to end my communications this way. Have the courage today to pick one thing and work on your dreams. Until next time, this is all.